Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to the French Revolution, I guess, or around those parts at least, in the 1998 game Guillotine. Uh, This is a game of two to five players. It plays in about 30 minutes and is rated at 12 plus. As usual, the communities like shave two years off of that. And they say it's 10 plus. I would agree with that. I, I would say even kids younger than that could play it. They might not get all of the strategy, but it's definitely this is definitely an approachable game for sure. Weight is 1.27 complexity. Uh, it was designed by Paul Peterson, art by Quentin Hoover and Mike Robb, and published by Wizards of the Coast. You may know them. They're a small publisher. They have yeah. one barely known game called Magic the Gathering. It's 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 hanging in there. No one plays it, but. But they're mostly famous for guillotine. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, this is a very fun little game of uh, that has stood the test of time, and it is uh, fun back and forth of trying to gain points and sabotage your competitors and keep the nobles from getting their heads chopped off or get their heads chopped off. I don't know. It sounds macabre, but it's actually very lighthearted. So let's talk about how we actually play this silly little game, and then we t- we'll talk about our thoughts. All right. Uh, there are two decks in this game. Uh, there's the action deck, and then there's the nobles deck. You're going to shuffle both of them. Uh, you're going to deal out five action cards to every player, and you are going to essentially deal out 12 noble cards into a face-up display such that they're in a queue, uh, and you place them in front of the guillotine. The box comes with its own little prop-up guillotine thing. Uh, or you could make your own guillotine, whatever whatever you choose. Uh, the game will take place over three rounds, or as they call them, days, I believe. Uh, and you are basically on your turn. You do a few things. You can optionally play an action card. You do not have to play an action card. Uh, but you can choose to do it, uh, and then you will collect the first noble in line, the one that is closest to the guillotine, uh, and then you will draw an action card, and that is whether or not you played an action card before. So if you didn't play one, you're still going to draw one. If you played one, you will still draw one. Either way, you're always going to draw one. So you're not locked in at five action cards in your hand. It is not required that you stick to that five. Uh, The action cards that you play do a a multitude of things. A lot of them will uh, adjust the order of the nobles in the queue. So it might take the one that's in front and move it to back. Or it might take something, any one of your choice, and move it up three. Or it could swap two things. Or it could be that you just don't take something. So it is possible that you don't take something from the line. Uh, It could be something where you play it and it stays in front of you and it earns you points uh, for certain things that you've nobles that you have gotten uh or or it could be something where you play it and you grab an action card that was previously played or force your opponent to get rid of an action card uh there are a multitude of different things they can do who knows what uh when you collect the noble in line if you do as i mentioned uh you will just take the one that is closest unless your action card told you to do something different uh 
um, and then uh, you draw that action card. This continues over and over. You will rotate around uh, until all the nobles are gone or until someone plays an action card that forces the round to end earlier. The action cards can do that as well. Uh, so this will continue on. Anytime you grab a noble, you will just place it in front of your, yourself. Uh, the nobles themselves have varying amounts of points on them. Uh, I believe it's like from negative one to, I think, four or five. I can't remember exactly how high they go. Uh, so there are certain nobles that you do not want to get. Essentially think of it as uh, they're usually labeled as like martyrs or they're basically the people, the crowd is just like, why would you kill them? How? <laughs> right. Uh, whereas if you, the higher class they are, the more the society is just like, yeah, of course, Murder kill them. them. You know, so. Uh, yeah, that's just kind of what you're trying to do. There are certain nobles that might score extra points based on either action cards you've played or other nobles. Uh, certain nobles have s certain actions on them so that when you either grab them or if you have multitudes of them. Uh, so, for example, palace guards will score based on how many palace guards you have. Uh, so that's usually pretty good to get those if you can get a bunch of them. Uh, and uh, yeah, after you've played three days, every new day you're just going to set up another 12 nobles uh, to, to the line. And once you've gone through three days of this in the game, uh, the game is over. Whoever has the most points wins the game. And that is it. Yep, there you go. That is Guillotine. Um, yeah, Guillotine is pretty great. I really like this game. I had a chance to play it, let's see, a few times recently, and then a while ago when we initially did this review. And this is a long saga that we may get into one day of the <laughs> review of Guillotine I, that just couldn't I, I, be. I'm taking the under on whether or not this one actually goes up. <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance of whether or not the audio will make it to publish uh, <laughs> but uh yeah guillotine is a great game I, I i i hadn't played it before but it was one that i'd seen or heard of and around and um i it's you know it's been around since 1998 which is pretty outstanding thinking of thinking of how long this game has been around but it's sort of like in the ether and i remember people mentioning guillotine i didn't know it was that old but it's one i'd heard of a lot and i just never had a chance to play and so um somewhat recently when a friend of mine brought it to game night just out of by chance it was my first time playing it, and I really, really liked it. It's pretty it's pretty silly fun, and I'm very astounded by how well it, it holds up today. It's definitely, like, showing its age in some ways, like the art, and um, I don't know, uh, mostly the art. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the, uh, the gameplay still holds up. I mean, it's a simple game. It's nothing, like, super complex, but it is really well designed, and so that comes through, and it is still really fun to play. So I, I really liked Guillotine. Uh, I think you've probably played it more than I have. Uh, what's your experience? I don't know. I think I've game? played it probably a little bit less than you have. Oh, uh, right. Never mind. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. This was the, another one where you had, for some reason, not played this one as much either. So we're like both. I had played movies. it once before we had played it. I played it at a, um, a convention with my wife. It was just one of those games because I'd seen it in game stores like all the time. You always see it in game stores. So I'm like, let's try this out. and Maybe we'll like it. We weren't blown away by it. I don't think it plays best at two players. No, it, uh, yeah. although it, it's it's okay. It's not it's not bad. And both me and my wife kind of had the same attitude of you know it wasn't a game I hated. It definitely had interesting mechanisms, but it's nothing that blew us away. And I think we were kind of expecting maybe more than we should have from a game that 
obviously isn't trying to sell itself as more than than what it is. Uh, but you know, it wasn't a game that we're like, yeah, we should go out and buy this because we. I, I don't actually own this game. It's okay. I, if someone was like, oh, yeah, you want to play this game? I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? And I, I actually would tr- like to try playing this at higher player counts. Um, so I'm I'm not 100% sold on it. I understand that it's a good game. It is a good game in, in respects of the, its mechanics. Uh, but I don't know. There's just other games I'd rather be playing. Especially sure. if I'm just playing my, a game with my wife. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's. I like the games that I was playing with you. Uh, they, I think we played two or three games, and uh, it it's definitely interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I got a little bit more flavor of it uh, of how everything was running. Um, I I I don't mind it so much, uh, and you know it it has interesting choices to say the least uh which is good there is a little bit of luck on you know how the the line comes out or what action cards you pick up but the mere fact that you have pretty much five action cards or more for the rest of the game you have a good amount of choices you're never sitting there going god these are all horrible it's usually like i don't know i feel like this is pretty good but it depends on what they have and if i do this chance chances are they're probably going to undo that or they might have a card that could kind of switch that so what what is probably the best move or if i do this what am i going to have for next turn that would be pretty good after that type of thing so you're always just kind of like hedging your bets with all of the actions you can take which is i i like the it that it has good decisions i've played plenty of games where it's this and there really aren't any decisions you just play it doesn't matter what card you play because everything's yeah. completely random this 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 isn't so random you have good ideas the the nobles are almost in where they are and you can have a good idea of what other people might do to the line uh mm-hmm. but you know it it it's just small variability so you can have a somewhat reasonable idea of what to do and so you can kind of plan this turn and maybe one or two turns after yeah which is good yeah it's it's one of my favorite things about it is that you get to you can you kind of grow the the um action cards in your hand those are you know you always have to take a noble but you don't always have to play a card and so you can kind of you know the the luck of the line of nobles might be in your favor for just grabbing the noble that's at the end of the line or at the front of the line whatever can't remember which one you're supposed to grab from i think it's the front of the line front Um, of the line yeah (laughs) and uh and and so it might you know there might be a high point noble there and so you don't have to play an action card to position yourself better or and so you i i really feel like this there's so many options to play your hand and strategize around it throughout the game that it just keeps it, it you never feel like frustrated i think in this game you might miss an opportunity or have one taken from you by someone with the card play but i would say no uh, uh, guillotine really doesn't ever feel like a frustrating card game and for a game of its era that was a pretty common feeling <laughs> i feel like for games in the late 90s and even early 2000s when they were just starting to develop more modern feeling uh, mechanisms in that at that time period that we know are in our take for granted today so it at its time i think it was very very ahead of its time <laughs> but um but uh but yeah kind of just kind of what you're mentioning about um the the experience of it not feeling like uh, stymied i really 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 enjoyed the the 
just the card play. There's there's a luck of draw that comes out, of course, um, with how the tableau is going to come out. But the fact that you can kind of every time you're going to get another action card to see to add to your potential um, strategy, and that can maybe change your strategy and show it really is a game of growing strategy, not lessening strategy over time. You are going to use cards, but then you're always getting cards, and so I really really love that about this game. It just feels like it expands as you play. Um, I love the fact as well with Guillotine plays so many people. Uh, the fact that it plays up to five is great. I've played a four-player game. It's the biggest game that I've played, and that was really that's a. I don't know if it's the sweet spot. I think any player count above two <laughs> is where this game shines. But I would say four and five is probably like the most silly fun that uh, Guillotine where it shines the most three is just fine it still plays really well but it just gets goofy and crazy at four and five and the, this whole point of this game is to have that vibe um it also really allows for a lot of like i don't know it's light enough to allow for um table talk and like um trash talking and things like that and some people take this game and really really love it like i we were talking about this i think before about people making custom guillotines for the box and all the guillotine is is set dressing so it's really nothing you never use it but people take it really seriously where they make like beautiful wooden guillotines or they'll make like fancy cardboard guillotines and uh i keep uh, thinking back to when i was in middle school and we were had like a wood shop but it was like it wasn't a very it was like the science room and there was like leftover pieces of wood and and i made the worst guillotine that like a (laughs) tiny little guillotine that would have been perfect for this game uh and it was absolutely horrible it barely functioned uh the the blade there was nothing keeping it on its track so it would just kind of whirl around (laughs) had i kept that i would have had something (laughs) (laughs) once you turn it on you can't get don't don't go near it again until the little batteries are out Uh, well, if only you'd saved it. Maybe you could write Maybe. North High School and see if they uh, <laughs> they found a little guillotine in the woodshop. They put it up and it's kept it safe. Um, but yeah, I just like guillotine. I, I think it's a it's just a really fun, silly game. It does what it does really well. I, I it's funny because I actually don't own this game and I should. It's like thirteen bucks. I, I see it around or like fifteen bucks at the most. So it's an easy pickup. Um, but I just haven't been going to the game store a lot lately, <laughs> and so I haven't picked it up. But it is just a really great game, and it's a game that I is um, approachable to all sorts of player types. It's a game that I know my family would like. I think my son would like it. I think he'd get a kick out of it. Um, I think uh, my wife would be would, would be into it. And um, yeah, I, I also oh, <laughs> we have a guy at my game group that is like obsessed with this game. It is. Like his game, which is just funny to me because it's such an old game. So he must have discovered it. Uh, um, that may have been his recently. entry point into, yeah, that's, into gaming. That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I feel like someone introduced him to Guillotine and that, and then he liked it. And then he got found our game group and then he brought Guillotine with him. Um, but it was just kind of funny because the first few times he showed up, he was he, – we – we played this for sure, and I'm happy to play it. It was just sort of made me chuckle at the fact that he was just so obsessed with this game. It's a good game, but like, <laughs> it just made me laugh that this is the one. This is the focus of gaming for him. This is where it, this is the pinnacle of it. They finally did it, Guillotine. Um, but yeah, it's just an all around great game, and it's surprising. Twenty years later, um, it holds up. It really does. It's, it holds up in an amazing way. So. 
Um, I I really am kind of astounded by games in the late '90s that are around still and that feel not timeless is the wrong word, but like feel like they could have been designed recently and still would have been, um, you know, accepted. And obviously, it is. They, they keep printing this one; it's still in print and uh, it's still being bought. So, well, that'll tell you something right there. All right, let's get into actually what it's going to take for you to take it out to the bar or restaurant that hopefully are going to remain open if we don't all die this winter. Um, Okay, so, yes, taking out. So the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to set up the central tableau, the row of nobles. And as Alex mentioned, there are 12 nobles in this row. And at the end of the row is either a little guillotine stand or more likely the draw deck um, for successive rounds. Uh, you're also going to have in front of you a <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you're also going to have in front of you your little tableau of growing nobles that you have beheaded and have scored points for. Then you're going to have in your hand the action cards as well. Somewhere there's going to be another draw deck for action cards, um, and uh, that is pretty much it. There's probably a discard somewhere uh, to get rid of cards that are just removed, and then as nobles are shuffled out. Um, as well, you're going to have some sort of discard on the table, but that's pretty mobile. So honestly, this game is pretty adjustable. The central tableau is really the biggest um, issue because you need to keep the order or at least understand the order of the nobles. There is a distinct front and back, and the nobles um, have to be listed in order. All of the card actions adjust things about the order to make it more advantageous for you or less advantageous for your opponents. And so that's the only thing that you really need to make clear. But if you were all eating a central meal and you had this the tableau um, along one side of the table where everyone could see it, I think you could easily do that. There are some texts on uh, the nobles that need to be read to clarify like what they do when you buy them, but quite a few of them are just points. They just straight up score points, and then they have some sort of they have a color to their card. And so a lot of strategies go around like collecting nobles of a certain color or not collecting them of a certain color. And so just by first glance, you should be able to get a lot of information. And then um, when the twelve nobles come out, those are all the nobles for each day, and so they're not going to be changing. So once they're read out, I'm sure they'll need to be have people have reminders here and there. But everyone should kind of know, you know, what what are the nobles that are out there and what do they do um, for that whole day? And then the next day, a whole another set are going to come out, and you're going to have to do that again. But I think this does pass the pizza test, but just barely. <laughs> Um, more than other games we've we've uh, talked about with like central tableaus that we want to push aside. So I definitely think you could pass the pizza test with this one. The vibe of the game is great. This is where, for me, the game really shines. I played this first at my board game group at a bar, a brewery, and that was just, it was just fun. It was also one of the first games we played coming back from quarantine when we started our group back up a few months ago. And so it was just really, I don't know if I was super excited about that or, or it was the beer or the friendship or just seeing people. It just, I had such a blast playing this game and it just lent itself so well to just hanging out, having a couple of drink, drinks, talking trash to each other, um, you know, trying to stymie each other in different ways. And uh, yeah, it just fits so well to that environment. Um, the take that of this too is never, it never feels like really mean. It feels silly. It feels like appropriate. Everyone is constantly trying to like 
cut the line or mess up the line or screw up someone else, but you're still getting points. You still are always taking a noble, and it might not be the noble you want, but there are so more enough strategy options that present, present themselves that you can turn a strategy into um, nobles that you may not want, for instance. Like, you get certain nobles, and suddenly you can score that color, and, oh, cool, I got an action card that lets me actually make those valuable. So I really think the vibe of this game is uh, happy, silly, fun, and there is take that, but it does not... A doesn't feel aggressive. Um, yeah, it's 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 very lighthearted. Yeah, even the take that is quite lighthearted. Yes, yeah. So just lighthearted in general. It's a really silly, fun game. Um, yeah, who it's for, who it's not for. I think honestly, I can't imagine anyone who's just gonna not like this game. Even other games where people may not be their favorites. This is such an easy presentation and such an easy game to jump into. I think most people would into this game most people who game and even people who are first timers this is a great intro game as well um the only thing i could think of is if you're really <laughs> if you had um <laughs> ancestors in the french revolution <laughs> who kind of got beheaded and you're sensitive about that maybe perhaps you this is not the game for you if you do like there is a bit of luck to this game with how the nobles come out but other than that honestly it's not too much luck outside of i guess the action cards that you draw but so there's quite a lot of like determinable strategy on what your choice of actions are. Um, so I was going to say if you don't like luck, but there really is a surprising amount or not, not like a surprisingly small amount of luck in this game. Um, so I don't know. Can you think of anything that would be a real turn off to people or turn or turn on perhaps? I mean, and obviously the only thing is if you're looking for something weightier. Um, that, sure. that, that's going to throw you off a little bit, but no, this is, as, as you said, it's a really good intro game, uh, for, for people who haven't really gotten into the scene yet. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that is guillotine and let's see, but would your mom like it? The more important question. I can't remember. <laughs> We've recorded this episode <laughs> twice and I can't remember what we talked about the last two times. Um, <laughs> I would love to play this with your mom. I think your mom would get a kick out of this. I think um, I think there's a lot about this game that she would like. Like, the lighthearted take that is a huge plus. I think the fact that you're always getting something each round. You're always getting a noble each round. So you're, you are getting points regardless, uh, or hopefully you're getting points. Some of them have negatives. But you're getting something each round. Um, just in the flow of the game, it just sort of like kind of goes and goes and goes. And you have a lot of opportunities throughout the day to get points and get a strategy i would think this is a this is a yes for your mom ah, it's a maybe yes it's a maybe yes. <laughs> or you know what i'm gonna say a yes but this is not like farkle yes this is like the low <laughs> yes scale <laughs> i think she would like it but i wouldn't think she's like her favorite game of all time i ha- i have put this one down as a maybe now it's possible that Ooh. my attitude towards the game is skewing that slightly uh I think she would she definitely I don't think there'd be anything in the game where she'd be like I don't get this. She would definitely understand this game. Yes. But yeah. I don't think there are that many moments where she can be like oh I gotcha cuz it's it isn't one of those games where you plan something 2 3 4 turns ahead. It's not one of those games. Everything that happens is going to happen pretty soon. So it's just more of a, oh, I wanted that. It's never a, oh, how dare you get that? I was planning for turns to get. No, it's there's no, there's no build up 
of excitement is what I think she's looking for in a game. Mm-hmm. And I, this doesn't have that. I'm, she'd probably enjoy the game, definitely. She would definitely enjoy the game, but I don't think it's going to be a game that she's going to come back to. Uh, but there might be something in that she doesn't actually like. Maybe it doesn't have an, enough excitement for her. That's why I'm putting it in a maybe. It's a higher maybe, but it's just a maybe for me. Yeah. All right. Well, I would love to play your game, uh, this game with your mom. So we'll. Maybe... I would love to know what games you don't want to play with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, like that. Hmm. <laughs> like Gloomhaven. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to play Gloomhaven with your mom. I feel like she your would mom trounce would you. <laughs> probably, actually. She'd probably destroy me, and she'd find it tedious at the same time. She'd be bored and be winning. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that is Guillotine. So, let's see. We did Taking It Out. Did would your mom like it? Am I, am I missing anything? When we do it in got, order, for some reason. You got I, I everything, man. I'm missing something. All right. Timeless like mall madness. My wife is texting me <laughs> cryptic messages, <laughs> and I'm not sure what they mean. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, uh, so let's see. I I don't have a slogan, but I was going to see if you know. Oh, we should do. All right. Do you think you want to do a back and forth? How many rhymes we can do with guillotine? <laughs> this seems like oh. a tough one. Okay. All right. <laughs> First, here's what we need to do. We need to make a projection. How many off the top of our head rhymes? Can we do together? So it's not just one mind. It's two minds working together. This I don't feel good about this word. How much of guillotine do we have to rhyme? The last part. <laughs> the okay. It's a lot of Eden words. <laughs> All right. What do you think? I think we could do – ooh, I'm going to reach for the stars. I think we can do six. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go four. Okay. Just because I don't have faith in myself. This is not okay. a reflection on you. <laughs> just... oh, my wife just texted me 12. She believes in us, Alex. She believes in us. <laughs> but she also likes to set us up for failure. So. Yes, she does. Who knows? All right. Here we go. Uh, guillotine. Uh, serpentine. That's an easy one. Bactine? Bactine. <laughs> um, magazine. Pleistocene? Uh, Pleistocene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Isn't that one. an era of. It like, is, yes. Yeah. It is. No, that's a good one. Ooh, d- digging deep. All right. Pleistocene. Uh, uh, mac, I want to say mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm right. It's four. <laughs> it's it. four. We're at four. <laughs> Dang it. I believed in us tonight. We failed. <gasps> we failed, Indeed. and two of the words were Bactine and Pleistocene. <laughs> <laughs> well, we failed in an epic way. We, we, we at least used big words. <laughs> Those are the only words I could think of. Oh, Shelly's Shelley's hitting me with all the words now with over text. She's... Oh, God. I knew it. I knew she would, too. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the it's the simple word. Is she oh, standing my God. directly nonstop. behind you while she's, texting you this? <laughs> she's around the corner. <laughs> she's around the corner, just just rocketed out four rhymes off the top of her head. So if we if we would have had chili, we would have gotten our eight, and we're like almost twelve, nine. <laughs> okay, all right, everybody. Well, 
Um, clearly, we are not the sharpest tools in the shed. And this <laughs> rhyming-wise, perhaps one of these days I'll bring my wife on and we can get into the double-digit rhymes just for the rhyming section. <laughs> she can show us how it's done. But until then, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that in a couple different ways. At Twitter and Instagram, uh, Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop.com. Scroll down to the Chits and Chat page and fill out our comment form. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, we hope you guys are all getting some games played and getting out there and getting into the game groups. Uh, while we still can, hopefully we don't have another shutdown, uh, fingers crossed. But right now I am getting a bunch of stuff played and having fun. I hope you all are as well. So we will catch you all on the next episode. And off with your head. <laughs>